Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast, the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I'm Scott, and joining me as always, I wish I had some wine for him. It's just a bit early in the day for me. It's Zachary and Zachary! <laughs> Not all of us are raging okay. alcoholics, my dude, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just need you guys to, to catch up. I just need you guys to catch up, follow suit. Let's true. go. It's time It's time for drinking. True, true, true. It's always drink o'clock for, for Zachary. Dude, it's like pulling teeth to get you to drink with me, actually. That's not true. You don't drink. You don't drink much. I don't drink a lot, but like, if you wanted me to drink with you, what have I ever refused? Let's go, let's go have shots right now. <laughs> I'm, on the on the episode, on the episode, on the show. no, I refuse. This <laughs> 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 is Game of Thrones, uh, season five, episode three, High Sparrow. Zachy, uh, how are you doing this fine morning? We're gonna pretend that it's morning because I made that joke. Uh, how you doing, bud? Uh, it's so early. I'm doing, you look like you just ro- just rolled out of bed. That's because of the hair. Yeah, look. Yeah, the bed head, for sure. Yeah, there you for go. For sure, for sure. Um, I am doing good. Hell yeah. Uh, there were some exciting video game developments. Oh, uh, true. Looking forward to, to a couple things. Yeah, yeah the, the game awards. some interesting folks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I pulled that Folks. out, but <laughs> uh, anyway, I know no one's interested. But the Game Awards just happened last night, and nobody really gives a shit about the actual awards. It's all about them reveals, them reveal trailers, oh, yeah. uh, and the sequel to one of me and Zach's favorite games that we probably talked about a lot on the podcast before. We did when both of us were playing. Yeah, Hades, uh, a sequel for that, got announced. So we're we're mad stoked for that. And there's just there's some cool ass shit. Mad stoked. Some cool ass shit uh, coming in the works, you know, exciting times like me. for <laughs> definitely not you. There's nothing cool <laughs> about you. I'm coming. Uh, that part is at least true. So, yes, that's very, very exciting stuff for for the gamers out there. Uh, Zach, yeah. I do actually have a question for you now that like your busy season is over. This question is for me and the the two One Piece fans that we have out there. Are you going uh-huh. to resume watching One Piece now that you're oh, your yeah. busy season? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so we haven't really checked in on the pod, um, <laughs> but I but I have I have picked One Piece back up for for those of you guys that are OG fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I I know there's still some stragglers out there. Uh, All two of the One Piece if, fans. <laughs> if you're yeah, no. If you're new here, uh. Scotty and I started this whole thing with me watching One Piece True. when I had refused to watch One Piece mm-hmm. uh, in the past, and I have recently started watching it again. I'm still very early in the series, so if any of you guys are One Piece fans out there, uh, I have just started Water 7. Uh, they are essentially the city's about to get put on lockdown, uh, and we just learned that the guy with the arms. The guy with the arms. Who is he's a cyborg? Oh right, Frankie. Frankie, my guy Frankie. <laughs> the guy with the arms. Okay, yeah, I see that. The Popeye arms. You got them Popeye, <laughs> the Popeye arms. arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Frankie uh, is in cahoots. Yeah, 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 I guess, and he's likely the person who has whatever. You guys don't. It's it, for the for it's like fun. I said for all for all of the two One Piece fans out there, including my, including <laughs> myself. Uh, it's an exciting time in the series, and it just takes me back 
to the OG days. Uh, and and I have to think about that and cringe a lot uh, because boy were we bad and boy was that audio quality bad in those it first was bad episodes for like the first few episodes it wasn't terrible don't listen to those don't i i mean look we we definitely have gotten a lot better since then i'm sure uh you all have noticed but no Hopefully. yeah it's it, it's it's not bad everyone's it's out about there the like content, oh i thought man. they still the suck content. i thought I'm, it still oh, sucks yeah. to me true mm. no that's that's fair anyway um uh anything else yeah, no, I, I am I am good overall. I went to a show last night, got oh, pretty drunk. Oh, yeah, he did. Got pretty fucked up. We had a good time. Um, you were texting the boys went to go s- drunk, and it went was Went to go see funny. Turnover. Uh, for any of you uh, people out there who like um, emo, sad boy elevator music, um, <laughs> uh, we saw the band Turnover. They were great. They're one of Amanda's favorite bands, so it was, it was, it was cool to... Big fan. Go to that show. Big fan of that elevator music is Amanda. Yeah, the emovator music. Amanda has such strange tastes she, in like everything. Exhibit A, she married you. Uh, yeah. God bless her heart. I love her to death, but she has some odd taste. Yeah, she's she's something else. <laughs> something else. <laughs> she just flipped. Me ah, up. hell she yeah. Goes, <laughs> true though actually uh, no yeah it was a good time definitely had some some. oh actually fuck uh, so the bassist to this one band oh yeah yeah this is uh, legitimately oh my this is so funny dude legitimately looked like Nicolas Cage in a wig yeah like in a long like, like rocker death metal dude. yeah yeah wig yeah yeah 100% can um, verify almost almost like if anybody's seen the movie Selena um I don't know that you have like with Jennifer uh, Lopez. Uh, Selena like marries a guitarist who plays for her, who's like a fucking he's a rocker mm-hmm. fool, and uh, looked just like him, but Nick Cage. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's pretty good. Uh, I may have to put up a picture. He of did look a lot Instagram like because it is very funny. That dude. checks out. That definitely checks out. Anyway, yeah. How you doing, bud? I'm excellent. You know, just patiently waiting for you to. Watch One Piece so we can talk about it. And that's all about right, it. You know, right, I'm, I'm a simple man. Simple man, simple, simple deeds. Hey, actually, Something. you have... I'm ashamed. Actually, I, I shouldn't be ashamed. We haven't fucking actually recorded in forever. Uh-huh. In five, five ever. Five ever even, yeah. Uh, You are building... Oh! A Star Destroyer. <laughs> yes. I made Did a... Did you not want to tell the folks no, at home? it is fine. I made a... <laughs> What some may call a, and I myself called a somewhat questionable purchase of a extremely large uh, Lego uh, Star Destroyer. And yes. Dildo. Dildo? What? An extremely large dildo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, I am a 34. Am I 34 or 35, Zach? I think you're 30. I'm 34. I can never remember. Uh, 34-year-old man building Star Wars Legos. Uh... It's it's fucking enormous. It's literally taking up my entire dining table as I build it currently. Uh, but you know what? It's fun as hell, and I'm having a real good time with it. It's just very cool. Uh, it looks sick as fuck. He's flipping off his wife again. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, that's that's about that. I'm I'm just I'm just building building star destroyers out here. You know? Building star destroyers, playing video hell games. Yeah. I mean, what else? Podcasting, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. What a batch. What a, what, what a, a cool life. guy I am. Like, check out this dude. <laughs> 
What a fucking guy. <laughs> what a fucking guy. Uh, hey, you still look good, though, oh, Scott. Thanks, pal. Like, you, your face legitimately does look more more slim uh, than the last time, which I, I, I guess uh, it's I, been I about so. a month. It has been about a month. Um, so you, the fasting thing is still going? Still uh, yeah, going I got off of it there for a while when we talked about this when I visited uh, the buddies, our buddies in right. Crucis and went camping. Uh, but I'm pretty much back on. And I will go off it again nice. soon when I... Are you still doing like two or three days at a time or are you just... I pretty much try to stick to one meal every other day at this point. So every other it's day. It's like 48 hours in between eating. That is wild. Yeah. Do you feel like that meal is like loaded up? Like, I like eat, it's a big... I, I, I mean, I usually eat too much because I... That, the problem with my system is I'm an idiot. Um, so <laughs> my stomach has <laughs> shrunk way down, but like, I still think I'm very hungry when I do go to eat and my eyes are way bigger than my stomach. And so then I overstuff myself and then I feel sick. Uh, but it's fine. It's whatever. It's still working. So it's much That's harder how I feel when I'm picking out butt plugs. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I always just, I always just get one way bigger than I need. <laughs> my eyes are way bigger than my butthole. <laughs> idea how you were tying that together uh this is season five episode i'm just gonna transition there's no coming back from that season five episode three hi hi spurrow uh i'm gonna jump us off with this zach did you just lose power or no what the hell pay your electricity bill zachary his lights went out hold on it's fine you just look spooky now spoopy you good yeah, I'm good. Okay, good. Well, let's. We're leaving that in. Well, yeah, we're leaving that all in. Let's do this damn thing so Zach can go pay his electricity bill. Well, I'm going to start <laughs> us off with this recap. <laughs> we begin in the House of Black and White, where Arya is sick of sweeping floors. She asks Jack and why he isn't teaching her how to be a faceless man, and he gives her some wise, mystical bullshit answer about serving the one true god, Death. Uh, in King's Landing, Cersei is big jealous of the people calling out for Queen Marjorie as Queen Marjorie marries Tommen. Uh, Tommy boy, though, having the time of his life doing the hanky-panky with his new bride. And what a coincidence! They both love to sail! Can you believe that? Dude, I am so glad that you included this because it's in my notes. I was like, this is just... The best it might be my ever. favorite part of this episode. They both love to sail. I can't even believe that. Uh, Marjorie has Tommy Boy wrapped around her finger and plans the idea of sending Cersei away from King's Landing. Tommy asks Cersei about going back to Casterly Rock and Marjorie salts that wound by dunking on her for 10 minutes at breakfast. Uh, Cersei is not pleased. In the north, the Boltons are restoring Winterfell, and Ramsay is busy flaying other northern lords. Bruce tells Ramsay that they can't hold the north if the other lords rise up against them, and he has the perfect girl for Ramsay to marry to secure the northern lords' allegiance. Smash cut to Sansa Stark riding with Littlefinger up to Moat Kaelin. Sansa realizes that they're going to Winterfell, and that the marriage proposal he spoke of was for her to the Boltons. She refuses at first, saying she'll starve herself, etc. But Littlefinger gives her a big speech about Winterfell being her home and getting revenge for her family. Sansa goes along with them. 
Uh, Brienne and Pod, who are following, decide to go all the way around Moat Kalen because Brienne knows where they are going. Uh, we hear Pod's backstory of how he came to Squire for Tyrion, and then Brienne's backstory of how she came to serve King Renly. Brienne also decides that she's going to train Pod how to fight and vows that she will take her vengeance for Renly on Stannis. Uh, at the wall, Stannis asks Lord Commander Jon Snow about his offer, and Jon refuses him. Stannis says he plans to march on Winterfell soon and that he leaves the fate of the wildling prisoners in Jon's hands. He also advises Jon that he has many enemies amongst the Night's Watch and he should give Alistair Thorne command of Eastwatch. Uh, Davos stays behind after Stannis leaves and tells him that Stannis sees something in Jon and believes in him. Jon says he cannot help Stannis because he's sworn to take no part in the Wars of the Seven Kingdoms. Davos observes that the North will suffer as long as the Boltons hold it and that the Night's Watch vow swears to guard the realms of men. Back in Bravos. Back at the Justice <laughs> Meanwhile, <what> <laughs> back in the Hall of the Bravos League. Or something. Back in Bravos, the Waif, which I don't think she's been named the Waif yet, yeah, but uh, the Waif starts beating Arya with a stick because she's bad at lying and being no one. Jacken asks how she can be no one when she has all of Arya Stark's things. Arya dumps all her belongings into the sea, except for her sword needle, which she cannot bring herself to get rid of. She hides it instead. Jacken then takes her deeper into the House of Black and White, where she helps the Waif prepare the bodies of the, bed of the people who have come to die. Sansa and Littlefinger arrive at Winterfell and are introduced to the Boltons. Ramsay's girl Miranda is big jealous, mm. and some of and some old lady tells Sansa that the North remembers. Ramsay, Ramsay, <laughs> Ramses, Ramsay Ramses. is singing at the party. <laughs> Ramses is singing at the party. Party. <laughs> Shouts to Nacho Libre. That movie holds up. Oh my god, dude. The amount of one-liners in that movie oh, is so good. unbelievable. So okay, great. fuck me. Holy shit. Ramsey tells Littlefinger he'll never hurt Sansa, and Littlefinger seems completely clueless about him. Fucking idiot. Roose and Littlefinger do some verbal jousting about their alliance. At the wall, Lord Commander Snow uh, got jokes. Got them jokes. He's cracking some jokes, yeah. and Sir Alistair is not amused. Mm. John names him First Ranger anyway. <laughs> He then tasks Lord, Lord Janos with restoring the castle Greyguard, and Lord Janos refuses. Lord Commander Snow got stones. He got them stones, too. <laughs> John has Janos taken outside and beheads him for refusing to follow orders. Stannis approves this message. <laughs> this is Stannis, and this I approve Stannis. this message. In King's Landing, the High Septum is big into some kinky-ass roleplay shit when the Sparrows, uh, led by Lancel, uh, a.k.a. Jamie Light, a.k.a. Uh, Diet Jamie, a.k.a. Jamie from Wish.com, uh, comes in and forced, uh, to walk him, excuse me, force him to walk naked through the streets. He's probably into it a little bit as he's getting caned as, uh, as he's doing it. He goes to the small council and asks that they get rid of the sparrows and execute the High Sparrow. Cersei goes to chat with the High Sparrow and tells him that she has imprisoned the High Septon and asks that the sparrows support the crown. 
Cersei has Kyburn send a message to Littlefinger as Frankenmountain stirs on the table. In the east, Tyrion is going crazy in the carriage and gets out to walk around Volantis with Varys. Tyrion listens to a Red Priestess stirring up some slaves for the Dragon Queen. <clears throat> then they go into a brothel where Tyrion finds that he has no taste for whores anymore. For whores anymore. He's having a nice piss when Jorah Mormont uh, captures him and tells him that he's taking Tyrion to the Queen. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you hear that vibrato? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so sexy. That was some next level shit right there. Yes, huh? indeed. <laughs> uh, that was episode 503, uh, The High Sparrow. Okay, can I just say... Say, uh, yeah, say. A much better past, uh, pa- past paced episode. Still, still feels like it's going nowhere with a lot of things, but like... It didn't feel like it dragged as much as the last episode. No, in fact, I would say Zach, uh, this is you. You have made this observation before, and I will. I will piggyback off of that. Where uh, the people who specifically try to call out season seven, right, for the teleporting, um, mm-hmm. like that—that that has literally happened this entire show, and we will probably continue oh, yeah. to call it out. They go from Moat Kalen to Winterfell in like three minutes in this episode those oh, yeah. are a long ass far ass away apart so i don't want to hear about yeah. people bitching about teleporting in season seven season yeah, seven like, has I, plenty of its own problems sure, without sure. giving it that bullshit you know it's funny because like game of thrones seasons okay this is a little slight tangent okay here. G- get us in the weeds thrones- baby we love it yeah, Game of Thrones season seven brought about a lot of casuals, and you know how I love Yo, them casuals. You love filthy casuals, <laughs> fucking normies, <laughs> <laughs> fucking normies. God damn. Um, brought about these casuals who were all of a sudden film critics. Mm. Uh, and Zach and, is the only true film critic here. We know oh, yeah. that. Yeah, come on, we know that. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's favorite term was pacing. Everybody talked about the pacing was bad, and. I do not dispute that many of the later seasons of Game of Thrones do suffer from some pacing issues. True. Um, <laughs> so many people would say the pacing's terrible, and then they would immediately follow up with like, how did so-and-so get from here to here so fast? And it's like, I don't That's think not... you really get what the fuck you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it, it, it was just, it's like, Obviously, Game of Thrones is such a is a much like higher level of television, but it brought about a much higher level of stupidity of people trying to like talk like they know about how to make a good TV show. I appreciate how you tried to not sound like such a douchebag when you said that. By I the mean, way. dude, am I but right or like, wrong? Listen, on, you're man. right, but you sounded Come like on, such dude. a fucking <laughs> asshole. Game of Thrones like, is a, a shit, much man. higher level of television. <laughs> I mean, look, no, listen, it, there's a difference listen, listen, between listen. watching Game of Thrones and watching fucking... The Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Uh, I am 100% <laughs> fucking with you. I just, lo- I, I had to call it out because I love you to death. And yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, completely, but it's just very What are funny. friends for? Yeah, yeah. Really? Um, let's, let's, let's jump in here. Um, okay, let's do the thing. Because uh, we're starting, we're starting off with, with our girl. We, we love starting I, with Arya. I, I just want, I need to tell you. Okay. I genuinely, buddy, I love you, man. Like, 
sometimes sometimes when you write your notes oh uh like the the recaps that we read uh-huh. i'm like dude like get out of my head my guy like, get the fuck out <laughs> we are so my way first too note similar. on this episode is Arya's dealing with some weird cryptish cryptic weird ass cryptic shit jesus i can't talk right uh-huh now. Uh, and I think in your recap, you wise said something mystical about, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like we're 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 in each other's. You balls. and you and I share one brain cell. Uh, we share one nut. <laughs> Please, <laughs> God damn it! We share a tip. A coconut. It's a coconut, mom. I swear. Um. Anyway, this nothing ass answer that. Jack gives her it's just whatever the whole black and white house of black and white stuff gets a lot better later when he actually gives her a real response yeah. and is like uh hey you claim you're ready to be no one and you can do all this shit uh but you got all this baggage weighing you down I have a I have a harsh criticism here okay, what's of that? the house of black and white okay hit me uh House of Black and White reminds me of, like, people, like, uh, like maybe LARPing, what? and like trying, like trying to make, like on the fly, like some weird shit, so they oh. just don't say like, ooh, it's, it's really mystical. There's, I can't give you the deets. They're saying <laughs> things without actually saying anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, this is this is peak role-playing right here <laughs> the reason i started cracking up there is like i just had a thought of how funny it would be is if you were like you know what my beef with the house of black and white is not enough black not enough white in there like they, they call the house of black and white and it's just a bunch of like gray stone as far as i can the tell yeah. in here they have a black and white door and that's <laughs> yeah, a black it and white on, door man. inside no black no white <laughs> open concept and all stone come on I thought you were gonna say that, but I was like, that'd be very funny, dude. Um, this is uh, the we don't want a podcast brings you home makeover. Home extreme home makeover. This is Bravo sedition. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've made that joke many times before. Um, yeah, like I said, this for opening scene is what the fuck ever. But I do like how he's like, yeah, you can't become no one. You're still trying to be Arya Stark. Yeah, and so she goes and dumps all her shit in the sea, except she cannot bring herself to get rid of needle. That Which is, I'm here for a hundred percent. That is yeah. so tied to that's her life. Yes, life, man. It's as far as she is concerned, that is her reminder of her one living family member that's left, like Jon Snow. Yes. Like, Jon Snow gave her that sword. As far as she is aware, am I wrong? That's the only person that she thinks is still alive, yes? Yes. Well, I think she's just un... I don't know that she's, Unsure like about accepted Sansa. Sansa's yeah. death. But, but everyone else, obviously... She is confident about Jon's life right. being unharmed. And, yes, I'm... Which is funny, because it's like, dude, he's at the wall, like... <laughs> she, yeah, he's why, fine. Why so sure He's totally fine up there. It's not like there's wildlings or anything. Um, yes, but I, I'm 100% with you. I'm very glad that she... She held on to at least that piece of her. That this... This... 
this becoming a faceless man is a means to an end for her. She is not, you know, getting indoctrinated or whatever here. Like, this is just right. a means to an end, a, a quest for abilities and power, more or less, because... And and this basically proves it. And that she's not totally bought in. She is trying right. to acquire power, more or less. It's it's interesting because like it's in these <clears throat> moments, and I feel like even more so than the dragons stuff, mm-hmm. that it feels like it kind of like brushes up against the line of like higher fantasy, like where it's like more mystical and like oh sure like like the magic powers mm-hmm. and shit. Um. And I, I think we talked about this. Shit, we talked about this during House of the Dragon, that uh, that we became, I guess, a little bit more aware of the fact that we prefer a lower fantasy, you know, like uh, more medieval type fantasy. Sure. Um, and I don't know. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I just feel like this stuff is so boring. But like, it, it, it is. We we get something when Jackin or a man or whatever. See, I hate all this shit. I just think it's kind of Just call him Jackin. Um, <laughs> when Jackin essentially, you know, like he, he tells her like why she's not accepted yet. Right. And it's like, okay, cool. We're making some progress. Yes. Like I, I, I am a, I am the type of person that like, I want to know how I want to know why. Mm-hmm. And you <clears> feel like we're going to get some of that. And I don't really feel like the House of Black and White does like ends up delivering on that. And I'm, that might be maybe looking ahead a little yeah. bit too much. So I, I do apologize about that. But like, I mean, you're definitely looking ahead. But like as of this moment, I appreciate that we got way more forward momentum in the House of Black and White than we did last episode, for example. Sure. Because like, sure. Shit actually happened. Um, yes. And it actually seems like it's for a reason. Yes. Right. It wasn't just stalling. And now, of course, right. after she does all this. And she's fully garbed up in her house of black and white clothes. She's now, you know, to help and take care of the bodies. She's like deeper in. Not much black on those clothes. Not much. <laughs> yeah, true. Not enough black. <laughs> gotta say. Uh, but she's deeper, like down into the 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 dungeons, the cellar of whatever you want to call it. And of course, she asked the waif, like, "Well, what do they do with the bodies?" And that's that's our next mystery. How bad does know, the waif suck, too, though, man? Waif fucking sucks. Let's not waste any time talking about the fucking waif. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. Um, um, dude, do you like to sail? I fucking love to sail. How I do too. Oh my god, what are the odds? <laughs> this is gonna be so much fun, dude. It's so good. Dude, who the fuck wrote that dialogue, man? I love it. I actually lucky love it. It's because it's just like, Tommen is so easy. Like, I mean, I would be too after what Marjorie probably just gave him. Oh, uh, yeah. My favorite part, actually, that's probably the sailing thing. But my other favorite part of this is... um, him asking her did it did it hurt well like, that's very good but specifically when he's like it all happened so fast and she just laughs and is just like yeah <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> it's very good. she just gives a little chuckle and is just like yeah <laughs> it's so yeah, it fucking did. good <laughs> i love archery so much sometimes dude imagine being a grown man and understanding like what we understand yeah, yeah. and then 
having that experience with a woman. Oh my god. That would be the worst thing in my <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> Listen, Tommy Boy is having himself the time of his life. Good for him, you know. Hell yeah, brother. You I just want to do this I all day every day for the rest day, of my life. And Marjorie's like, wouldn't that be something? Oh shit. <laughs> I gotta talk to this kid about sailing or something. <laughs> It's so good. It's so fucking funny, dude. Uh, Anyway, uh, Cersei be taking L's here, by the way. Oh, yeah. First of all... Almost felt bad for her. I kind of did. You know I'm a Cersei stan. Um, All the people are just chanting for Queen Marjorie. uh, And then... Man, I you I thought Sam eviscerated Janoslint last episode, but Marjorie goes Dude. in on Cersei. It's just savage. Uh, I think I have this here too. Yeah. Okay. So first, when Cersei walks in, Marjorie very, very specifically calls her mother. Uh, which is always very Mother. funny. And then, uh, can we bring you something to drink? I wish we had some wine for you. It's a bit early in the day for us. Just brutal. Ruthless. And then she dude. keeps going, like, she calls her, like, grandmother. Like, oh, you'll be a grandma soon. Um, I'm not sure what to call you. I'm a bit exhausted. <laughs> She's like, I've been fucking I've been your kid fucking all night. your son, your baby all night. <laughs> What was that joke she was telling her ladies when Cersei walks in, too, about, like, oh, he was like, oh, what is the record? I'm sure we can break it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So fucking funny, dude. Um, it's savage. I do almost feel bad for Cersei in this scene. Yeah. It, it, what's, what's worse is that, like, she seems so, like, powerless yeah. in this exchange. Cersei, and like, it's not common that we see Cersei in that, in that vein. She doesn't, like bite back she doesn't like she looks sad she does she doesn't like rage she usually she has a quip like ready in the chamber she just kind of had nothing it's kind of sad it was it was kinda uh sad. anyway it's it's still funny as hell uh big big fan of marjorie obviously um anything else from that nah, that's about? that's about it okay no that's better uh <laughs> we go back to sansa littlefinger yeah well first first the the Boltons up at Winterfell. Um, because this is where basically oh, Bruce tells right, yes. Ramsey, like, uh, hey, yeah, I know you're big on this whole flame thing. Um love love the shout out to Not my gonna house. get us anywhere. Oh, I I love that he's like stop eating. Yes. Also how he's like, Fucking we cannot stop. hold the north with fear alone. And then he's like if you think the Lannisters are going to come up here and help us with an army, you're an idiot. Uh, and yeah, basically like, uh, we need to form marriage alliances. Uh, it just so happens I have the perfect girl for you to marry. Boom, here's Sansa Stark riding up to Moat. Kaelin. Is this our first time seeing Moat Kaelin? No. I think so, right? No. We saw no? we saw it when Theon took it back for the Bolton. Did we see it from like the whole thing or like was it just like him like I think so. Really? I think okay. so. Yeah. I thought it, I just I thought it looked good. It does look cool. cool so. Yeah, I mean Mo yeah. Kalen's just kind of a cool castle cool concept anyway, but Yeah. Um So this storyline 
the whole Sansa getting married to Ramsay. Dude, you can can we just acknowledge like how like how long Sansa's storyline has taken to like for her to develop and like not be a naive child. Except for the fact that she's still a naive child. Yes. Like, like you, you feel like she's like, you know, because she's starting to make these assumptions and like kind of figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, that marriage that wasn't yeah, yeah, for yeah. you. You know, like she realizes it's for her. Uh, too little, too late, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, she throws a fit and then fucking Littlefinger still just finesses her ass. Yeah, like, listen, I guess... If I'm being generous, it's like like you can tell she feels trapped in this moment. Oh, yeah. Like Oh, definitely. There she kind of feels like there's nothing she can do at this point and I'm sure is very much wishing she had gone uh with Brienne instead of shady ass Littlefinger. Kind of should have seen that coming Sansa. Uh But yeah, I mean Littlefinger to you're also right did just absolutely totally finesse her. But like listen, like this storyline is like just very difficult to even talk about because it's just it's 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 rough to watch like where oh, yeah. this goes obviously um <clears throat> it's a huge deviation from the book so it's it's tough to like she was like oh they were just doing you know following the the thing so it's like i don't even know where to like start or begin with this because it's just like they kind of have to use sansa for something Cause like at this point in the book, she's just kind of hanging out in the eerie and not doing nothing. So I get it. You kind of wanted to like give Sansa something to do. Um, so like, I don't, I guess, and maybe this is, this is my ignorance showing, but like, cause I have not read up until this point in the books. Like I, I don't think that this is a bad storyline. No. To, to, like the idea of using Sansa, I mean, like we hear of her being the key of the North, right, right, right. or the the key to the right, North, right, right. like so many times. So, I think that this fits. Yes, it's just I I do think your first comment is like it is a tough. Right, match. I think I think what I'm trying to get across is that it's just it's it's difficult and it's hard because, like you mentioned, it seems like we'd finally gotten this character growth and this like moment of like breaking out of. Uh, you know, this 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 person who is just kind of like a prisoner who is constantly being just used and, you know, all the time right. as just like a pawn. Um only to immediately fall back into that same situation. Right, right. And right. listen, you're absolutely right in the fact that's like this this totally makes sense from like a storytelling perspective. Uh but also, on the other hand, it's like, man, she just, like, we just had that big moment at the end of season four where it's like, oh, she's, like, breaking out of that and getting past that now. Psych, no, she's actually not. Yeah. So I don't know if, if this is just, my reservation about this is just, like, oh, that's just, that's that's tough and that's just, like, hard to, like, mentally deal with. Yeah. Or if I just don't like that storytelling storytelling direction and i honestly i i don't know if i can yeah. say for sure it's it's interesting like i know that there's a lot of there has been a lot of like <clears throat> critique on the way that george martin writes women as a whole but sure. especially the women that become like powerful women for sure 
and like the idea that like a woman has to go through bad shit to to emerge as this like powerful person obviously that's that's fucked up mm-hmm. um but i i will say just strictly from like a like a point of interest i think that that's that's a good formula for any character right, whether yeah, you're a man yeah. or a woman right i mean it's it's a good formula for anybody just just to make a story compelling right, or right. to make a character compelling I do think though, like with it was somebody like Sansa in particular, it's like, dang, dude, yeah. like this is, this has gone on for, like a third or half of her life yeah. at this point. Listen, like ninety nine point nine nine percent of characters in any story ever have like trauma and shit to deal with. That's kind of just like storytelling. It's a trope. Like I yeah, mean, it's, like yeah, that's it's just it's like things trope, would be sure. boring uh, if if that was not the case. But yeah, it's just like. It seems like especially, and I know we're really kind of talking ahead here at this point, but like, it's just, it's just, it's like extra sad because it's just like Sansa cannot catch a fucking break. She, yeah, she can't. Uh, and it's just like here later in the episode when she has to go up to Roos Bolton who murdered her brother uh, and, you know, plotted to, you know, murder her mother and her family and all this shit and has to like greet him cordially and marry his son who's even fucking worse than he is which she doesn't fully know yet um it's just like it sucks man like there's no other word for it um it it definitely sucks yeah so yeah i i mean at the end of the day i mean this look i said this last episode choices are made in this season and this is a choice we got to see it through um i don't love it though it's you're you're absolutely right it is absolutely tough to watch so Let's um let let's let's keep moving. Brian and Pod. Well, no, there's a little bit of Littlefinger and oh, and okay. uh and uh Roos that I actually like. Um, oh yeah, yeah, sure. So <clears throat> look, Roos and the Boltons, um it's it's my favorite band. Uh <laughs> they they're dipshits. I mean they're assholes. They're they're fucking dirty scumbags. Mm-hmm. Um however, I think Roos is a very interesting character. Yes. His, uh, I, I, I find myself very attracted to the, um, like kind of quiet, uh, competence. Yes, that's that's a very good way to say it. Yes, like the the guy gets yeah. it. Roos ain't no fool. Um, no, definitely not. So I kind of I just wanted to point out, like I really like the interaction between him and Littlefinger mm-hmm. uh, about the letter. I do too. Um, yeah. He's just like, dude, can you blame me? Like, look, you're a smart guy. Like, you're not an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I fucking checked the letter. Yeah. Like, and also, I'm going to check yeah. your response. Also, I'm going to read your response before we send <laughs> like, it to you, bucko. Yeah, and Littlefinger's like, well, fuck, I can't really yeah, do anything yeah. about that. So, yeah, um, just just a cool That is a good... I, I, do, yeah. I do think he, he's interesting. Uh, Littlefinger also, though, like, I hate to do it. I hate to be that guy, but... You should fucking know something about Ramsey. Like, that line he has where he's like, I don't know much about you, and that's strange for a man like me. Like, I just have to call bullshit on, because Ramsey has done some shit, and it hasn't been in secret very much. He's, you know, he's, he's big on the flame, not so much on the secrecy of the flame. Um... 
so I just got to call out, like, I don't buy this. It's it's an out, man. It's an out for, for him to act like he didn't know. Plausible for, deniability. For yeah, yeah. I it's guess. an out for sure. And I don't think it's a fake out. Like, I don't think it's, like, him just saying that. I think it's a, a, a writing choice. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? No, but yeah, 100%. Plot-wise, plot they were like, we need to make sure that he didn't know that this was going to be. Yeah. Because, like, that's, yeah. I get it for sure. Um, Brandon Pod. So big, big backstory time here for these two. Um, much needed, I think, after after a long time. Honestly, yeah. Um, they're they're not. In my opinion, they're not like forward characters that move this show. But I do still think that like we needed to take the time to get some yes. of their backstory. Um, so many other characters get that investment and they've been on screen for so long and we haven't really had this. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, th- I think it's good. And hopefully finally the end of Brienne being such a fucking dick to pot all the time. Seriously. Uh, yeah. I particularly like Brienne's honestly. Um, I just think, you know, totally get it and makes sense why she was so in love and so dedicated to Renly because he was yeah. a decent human being to her when everyone else was being a shithead. Uh, so makes sense. Totally got it. And she's like, I'm going to kill the shit out of Stannis. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. You know, it's, it's yeah, solid definitely. Writing. Very happy about this conversation. Um, Pod deserves the the result of this conversation yes. of, of Brienne, like saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm so mean mm-hmm. to you. Um, and I'm going to train you. Yeah, yeah, she offers to start training him. It's great. It's it's a good development and a, a much needed development Pod, in their story. Pod even has a solid line there where she's like, "I can't knight you, but I can teach you how to fight." And Pod says something defective like, "Well, that's I, more important, I suppose." And I'm like, "Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's really what matters." Yeah, hell yeah, that's my dude. Um, okay, so are we ready to go to the wall then? I think. so. So, oh, do you want to talk about? I kind of want to save the wall. Yeah, I kind of do too. Okay, you want to talk about King's King's Landing Landing. or Volantis then? Okay, King's Landing. We have to talk about Volantis briefly (laughs) in King's Landing. So back in King's Landing, uh, High Septon be doing some weird role play shit. I'm not gonna get into all that. Listen, you do you, bud. Not gonna yuck your yum. Not gonna yuck yums. Not here to king shame. Uh, you know, you do you. Uh, but the but he does go with the, with the maiden very often. Yeah, and always the maiden, always the fucking always maiden. the maiden. Um, uh, sir, cousin Lancel and the sparrows come in and just beat the shit out of him, and then make him walk naked through the streets. Uh, like I said, I, I bet he was big into that secretly as well. He was probably into. He it, was way sure. into it. Anyway, he tattles to mom, uh, the queen mother. And uh, she goes to talk to the High Sparrow. New character, High Sparrow. Episodes named after him. Big, exciting <laughs> stuff. Uh, so exciting. He's just riveting. He's just kind of like, whatever. Like, they talk for a minute. And she's like, uh, hey, I'm on your side. I want you to help me. And I'll help you. And we'll be buddies. Right. And it's like, <laughs> Cersei just digging your own grave over here uh i don't know i don't know what to say about this scene um 
you're you're I think you're looking a little too far ahead, pal. I probably am. But even right now, it's just like, listen, align are yourself having, are having religious fanatics. Yes, that's what I was just say. Reli- align yourself with religious fanatics is, in my opinion, probably never a great call uh, because they are, in fact, fanatics. Uh, Also, uh, you already know, Cersei, that uh, your boy Lancel knows some shit about you. He got some dirt. And (laughs) you're just gonna be buddy buddies with that? I don't know. It it doesn't matter. Uh, It it is a very strange thing look i don't uh i don't love the sparrow thing yeah um but hey at the very least the high the high sparrow seems like eh, like seems like a decent seems guy Seems like a decent guy for sure uh real quick i gotta back up backtrack here quickly because there's a very funny line when the high septon comes to talk to them in the small council and oh my god they're, yes. they're like calling him on the what Dude. were you doing in little fingers brothel and he's like oh i ministered all with the mace and no 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 not the mace one the kyburn one where he just looks at the high septum and goes so you are ministering to the needs of these devout prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> very good but yes mace also had a great line mace what was his being line? like he goes he goes uh so somebody says, I heard this happened in Lord Baelish's brothel. And Mace goes, oh, Hi, Septon. This is a rather shocking thing to hear. This is a rather shocking thing to hear. Shouts to my dude, Mace. So fucking funny, Fucking dude. love that dude. Um, that's about all I have to say about this. Do you have anything yeah, to add? It's, 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 it's not. It's I mean, fine. Like, it's, whatever. It's, it's setting things up. Developments will happen from here. This is all just groundwork. Uh, Volantis, real quick, uh, before we get to the actual good stuff. Um, this, this Tyrion and Varys' banter here, I feel like was slightly better on a slightly higher plane than what we got in the first episode. I need to get out of this wheelhouse. Uh, I need to get out of this wheelhouse. He did say that. I a need lot. to get out of this wheelhouse. Uh, also, you didn't have to call my man bald, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> what are we? Dude. What are we, five it, it years is, old? It is, it is pretty funny. Um, But I don't know. There was this, like, there was one of the very first scenes that, uh, that, um, like, you, you see them. Mm hmm. What's his fucking name? Uh, Varys. Mm-hmm. He's looking at Tyrion the way I feel about Tyrion in these scenes. He's like, because Tyrion's just <laughs> a fucking mopey bitch, dude. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, listen. To be fair, and I talked about this when we did the the season four finale of uh the big deviation for Tyrion's character at this point. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> Amanda peeks over and she goes, Mopey Bitch is my favorite book about a whale. Oh, God bless Amanda. Uh, anyway, um, this is this is part of the problem I have with the deviation for Tyrion here and his character, because 
man, after he kills his father, he is in such a dark place. And the show wants you to keep liking Tyrion and keep him as a good guy. So they they won't let him go down that super dark place that Tyrion does go to in the books. And sure. they want you to keep liking him. And so some of the choices that his character... Like, why is he all of a sudden, like, just, like, against going with this whore? Like, it just doesn't... Because the rest of what's supposed to happen hasn't happened, this just doesn't track for me. And again, for like the millionth time, I hate to be that guy. Well, <laughs> But look, I'm going to be that guy you, you sometimes. You are that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are that guy. Just own it at this I, point. I guess so. Uh, it's just... These scenes could be very, very much more... Yeah, I just said that. Interesting if they allowed Tyrion's character the time and the space to go into that very dark place. And I think it would have been more interesting and, you know, a better, a better like redemption story. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't sell line. merch. Yeah. So it doesn't sell. I drink and I know things shirts at target, yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, uh, he gets captured by Jorah. Jorah sneaks up behind his ass uh, well, he's literally while well, he's having a piss, uh, and is just like I'm taking your bitch ass to the queen, and that's kinda... I I have a I have a very particular question here. Okay, hit me. Do rope ties that just have a ball built into the rope just exist? Like that's just something you can just go pick it up. Was, at the, it at wasn't the fucking a rope, store? right? It was it was like cloth. It was like a no. I thought it was rope, dude. Well, he roped him around like the. It all looked like one continuous thing oh. is how it I, I could totally be wrong, but I, just I think a section wrong. of it had a ball. They were just know, in I, a brothel, to be fair. So yes, that's probably easily okay. accessible. <laughs> okay, all right. In a brothel. I'm just saying. Did you see what was going on in Littlefinger's brothel? Like yeah, that I mean, shit's look, happening. It's like you, you go down to the hardware store and it's like, <laughs> hey, I need some rope, and it's like, okay, do you want the one with the ball gag built in or <laughs> <laughs> but a bondage rope or non bond regular rope like like sailing rope <laughs> say wait do you like sailing do you i love sailing oh my god do you <laughs> oh like sailing god. me too holy oh shit what god. are the we odds have so much fun. okay we we have, we have talked enough shit i want to talk about the good some stuff. good ass shit again i mentioned this last episode but the wall wait what did you say I don't know. Let's not talk about what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> the wall. You were so confident. I, I was like, maybe I just misunderstood. No, yeah, you misunderstood. What I mentioned okay. this last episode, the wall is hard carrying uh, up in oh, here. Yeah. This this is the good stuff. Up in here. Uh, Stannis comes in. It's like, hey. And I think, I think Stannis knows what the answer is going to be. At this point. Sure. He, he is not shocked by this when John tells him. Uh, yeah, sorry. He's but. not Mance Raider at this. Right. Not Mance Raider. He's not Mace Tyrell I knew this. what you meant. <laughs> Boy, you botched that joke. Dude. I'm in shambles. Uh, fix it in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> Man, give, us a, give us a nice, clean Mace Tyrell. Uh, so we can fix that. Anyway. 
Uh, Mace Tyrell. There you go. Perfect. I didn't ruin it at all. Um, John's like, yeah, sorry, bro. It's all I ever wanted, but can't do it. I'm the Lord Commander. I have these vows, all this good shit. Stannis, uh, like I said, I think he knew is kind of like, uh, yeah, you know what? Sucks, but, uh, whatever. Uh, I'm going to march on Winterfell. (laughs) Sucks. I'm sure Stannis was thinking, oh, that sucks so much, but dude. Dude, that sucks, but. That's what Stannis thinks (laughs) in his head. Um, yeah, he's going to march on Winterfell and also he's, he's just given up on everything at this point, given up on Jon Snow becoming Jon Stark. And also he's given up on the wildlings fighting for him and it's just like, do whatever the fuck you want with them. Uh, also listen, I think this is very good advice and a good line here from Stannis where he's like, Hey, send all your boy, Alistair to Eastwatch, give him command of Eastwatch, get him out of here. And John's like. I thought I was heard. You were supposed to keep your enemies close. It says like, that's a load of horse shit. Whoever said that didn't have any enemies. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I'm kind of with Stannis. He might on be onto on something. He might be onto something. Um, and yeah, then Davos, you know, obviously I love, we all love Davos here. I feel like. And yeah. He's like It's just I, I don't I don't love this scene. I don't I don't think I fully agree with him, but listen, I get what he's trying to do. He's 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 trying to go to bat for his boy. You know? He's trying, he's trying to he's, make a case. He's still trying to make a case. He's trying to get trying to get Stannis some fighters, basically. And he, yeah. he pulls this whole, oh, you gotta guard the realms of men and John's retort should have been, Have you seen the shit that's out there? Cause I have <laughs> yeah. uh and not so much uh can we can we acknowledge Ollie looks like the animated James from James and the Giant Peach. Yes, a hundred percent. I never the, thought about that same, before, but yes, it absolutely looks like James from James and the Giant Peach. It's you fucking are uncanny. Absolutely dude. right. Weird. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I fucking hate Listen, Ollie. All my homies hate ho- ho- Ollie. I almost called him Holly. <laughs> no one is going. Fuck Holly too. <laughs> no, I hate Holly too. <laughs> uh, no one's going to dispute that, but we can't talk about why we really hate Ollie yet. So. Oh sure. But we we hate him now. Originally, he only get what was the. He, he has a dumb small mouth. <laughs> What's not to hate? Oh, potatoes. I was trying to think of what our big Ollie joke was. It was the fucking potatoes. That goddamn potato eater, Ollie. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, this is this is where we get. I I can't season when we recorded episode one was like over a month ago, so I don't for sure for sure remember. But I'm pretty sure this is the best scene of season five so far. Is when we get into the hall, uh, and what happens. Yes. After that, this scene's incredible. Yes. Love everything about this scene. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, especially, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but, uh, props to Kit Harrington because he has gotten better and better, uh, his, his performance, especially like with his facial expressions and his acting was phenomenal through this whole sequence. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't think that he's ever been like bad or anything like that at acting. I mean, it's just that in... It, in the especially in this season, I mean, I, maybe it's simply because like it's such a stark contrast between the rest nah, of stark. 
Stark. John yeah. Stark contrast. Um, a John Stark contrast uh, <laughs> against the rest of, you know, like what we're getting in season five. Right, right, but right. like he really does just seem to be like on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, like there's jokes about him, like always being a brooding like character, which he does still do. Mm-hmm. But it it he he seems a little bit more dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I feel like oh, um, way more like dynamic. You you see him processing and feeling more emotions. Yeah, yeah. and it, it just it works. It's good. It's it's very very good. Scene. The whole part where you know he's trying to like you know make the latrine pit joke and calling Brian a ginger and like trying to lighten the mood, and Sir Alistair is just like dead staring into his soul. Like I am not amused, motherfucker. I still hate you. Uh, and just like how John's face, like, you know, he's like trying to like laugh and lighten up the mood. And then he looks at Sir Alistair and he just like his face, you can see his face fall a little bit. It's just like, it's just really good stuff. Like it's a phenomenal scene. And, you know, obviously he gives Lord Janos this task of a uh, gray guard of restoring gray guard. <laughs> Janos is like, shove it up your bastard's ass, boyo. I'm not having yeah. it. And then john gets deadly serious and gives hits him with the old are you refusing my order my lord and you know janice doubles down and john ain't fucking around this ugh, this scene's and the music the kicks music in kicks right in ollie fetch my sword take what does he say take him outside and ollie fetch my sword something to that take effect. lord janice outside Ollie, fetch me my sword. It's so good, dude. The drums and then just like, I love there. There's a shot where it just it only shows like John's like shadow on the wall as he's like he's like taking his last drink and puts yep. the drink down before he walks out. It's it's a real good scene. I love this scene. It is, yeah. It's and then m- moving moving through the rest of the scene here. Um, he he gets to the. Uh, I don't know what what is it called like the the block, yeah the yeah he gets to the block mm-hmm. yeah that that's that's what I was thinking of, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he says, "Do you have any final words?" Uh-huh. And he you know Janos is a coward, yeah, yeah. so he he just he starts kind of apologizing because he was in you know, like whatever. full denial mode for a bit where he's like, "Oh, the bastards," you know, thinks he's gonna yeah. scare me or whatever. Um, and I love the build and the music. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of things that are, that happen here at once. The build and the music, only to be cut off by John's hesitation mm-hmm. when Janos screams mercy, yeah. and John kind of like stumbles. Mm-hmm. Music stops, and everybody's like, uh, "What is? What's, what's gonna, gonna happen? happen?" Yep. And again, dude, Kit Harrington's facial acting. Yep. Uh, close up on his face while he's like grappling mm-hmm. with what what he needs to do, and then he lets the sword drop. It's so fucking good, it's man. Fucking, it, it really, truly is fucking great. I love this scene. From it was executed well. Oh, well done, <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, Kid Harrington's acting, the music, uh, just like this character growth and development for John. Because it really, like, I feel like on first watch, most most people are going to think, oh, he's going to spare him here. Like, he's going to, you know, he asked for mercy, he's going to spare him. But John knows, like, 
he's got to set. He's got to. He's got to set an example. There's no turning back. He is Lord Commander. This fucker refused a direct order multiple times. Uh, this has to happen. And you know, despite John maybe being like kind-hearted or like you know like torment i'm sure would call him like soft probably has called him soft like john follows through and executes the guy himself mate would have made old dad proud would have made old dead ned very proud that he swung the sword you know he passed the sentence and he swung the sword uh and i think isn't there like a shot of sir alistair's face like right after this happens and there's like Yes. Just a little, just maybe a little, little maybe tiny bits of respect there that like, okay, you know, you're yeah. actually, you're actually going to do well, it. Well, and I, and I actually, uh, and I, I'm sorry, I feel like we kind of skipped over this, but I specifically wanted to call out when Alistair steps aside. Oh, true. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We like he, he, he's <clears throat> like, Hey, I don't like John, but like, dude, you yeah, you, up, you dude. done fucked up Janice. I don't know what to tell you, brother. <laughs> you fuck up, I don't know man. what to fuck you, brother Janice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jenna's like when he steps aside. Jenna's like, "Oh, what? Uh, yeah, oh, you're not gonna take my side." Yeah, oh yeah. my god, it's so that was a funny. you thought moment for sure. Um, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal scene. Uh, again, I called this out last week, but I just like to call out the editing a little bit. Why? Why aren't we ending with this? this is like in the middle of the episode, and this should yeah. have been the climax of the episode, like. Tyrion getting taken isn't a terrible cliffhanger. Like, I feel like the last one kind of was. But this scene was great and yeah. powerful. And, like, the music, like, come on. This, that's that's going to yeah. seem like a small quibble, but. Yeah. And it is. It's, um, no, no, I, I think, I think it's a very real look, dude. Like, the, the one of the things of this season that truly struggles, and we joked about this earlier, is the yeah, pace. Yeah. It is. I I do think that's a legitimately like that is a pacing decision. Yes, that is a pacing problem. You know what? You're right. It's not a small quibble. I take that back because it seems very odd when we go from this very intense, emotionally powerful, uh, moment to that. I'm pretty sure it goes directly into naked High Septon, like right after that, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. It's, and it's, it's just it's like fucking wild. Dude. Oh, okay. Now we're I get fucking whiplash from that gear shift, man. Yeah, it's that that is a perfect example of poor pacing. Yes. Like it's just not thoughtful. Right. Correct. Um so no, yeah, I I think I do think it's more of a quibble and I do think that season 5 really does suffer from this. So it's it's very interesting how it's just such a uh a contrast from you know the arguably one of the best seasons of television, True. one of the best paced seasons of television uh in season 4. So no, I I think that's a very real thing and I'm glad that you pointed it out. For sure. Uh, any final thoughts on this episode before we jump in here? You know, I mean, just as a whole, I think it was, it was much better than episode one and two. I don't know if I'd go much, but it was better. It was better. Well, I I felt like we got more motion in this episode. For sure. Way less stalling. You're absolutely right. And that feels good. Um. And there, there was a final thought that I had to, that I, I meant to say when I was when we were talking about John, um, that I forgot and I just now remembered. But there's just something so compelling about watching characters that you like make tough decisions, mm-hmm. um, like 
I, I'm, I'm positive we've talked about this a million times, but just like when characters are the ones making the decisions that change the course of the plot or whatever, it that is what makes or that is good character writing. Yeah. And so I I love that we get that from John here. For sure. Um, you get to see him kind of grapple with, you know, the the issue at hand. Um, so yeah, very very good uh storytelling and uh, and character yeah. writing there. I think. In, in that you know, I I that. am being a bit of a hater. This episode was did have some very good stuff. Like I like the Marjorie stuff a lot. Uh, and and the Brienne and Pod stuff even. Like you're you're right. There was way more forward momentum with basically every storyline. And again, I think that scene with John was easily the best scene of the season so far. So, so far. Yeah. Um, let's jump in to who be thrown in. Um, last week where we last left off, uh, in episode two, John snow had taken our top spot followed by Sam at two, uh, Barris and Selmy at three, uh, Daenerys Targaryen at four, and Arya Stark at five. I'm going to go way out on a limb here, Zach, and say that maybe, perhaps, John should retain his top Pretty spot. Pretty sure John's staying in the top Pretty spot. Pretty sure. he. Sh- sure. I, I don't know. Like, Marjorie had a really good, funny line of, no. John is staying in the top spot. I will hear no arguments Definitely. otherwise. Um, Barristan could come off. I don't think was he in this episode. No. Did Daenerys do it? Was there Easter? I'm totally lost on where we are and what's happening. No, Daenerys wasn't in this there episode. There right? was not yeah. East stuff. No, that was last episode. Um, so Barristan can come off. Uh, obviously, I joked about Marjorie, but I do think. She definitely makes I think a list. Marjorie and Tommen. Ooh, and Tommen too, you think, huh? Interesting. I mean, dude, t- Tommen yeah. went four rounds with uh <laughs> True. With with Marjorie, bro. Yeah, Come on. True. Uh let's see. And and he's got a new sailing partner. He does have a new sailing partner. I don't know if Tommen's gonna make it though, to be honest with you. Cause I think Littlefinger is a strong contender. Uh yeah, you're probably I think right. Roos is a strong contender. Would you say Roos? No, yeah, Roos. I think Roos over over. Ramsey, I definitely right? think Roos over Ramsey. Um, okay, Roos is the one actually pulling the strings at this point. You know, should we maybe consider the High Septon? Or I'm sorry, the High Sparrow. High Sparrow. I, I just he hasn't done anything yet, though. I mean, he just entered into an agreement and alliance with Cersei. I guess. Uh, I love Sam, but Sam can come off. I didn't mention that. He, I think his only part in this episode was, oh, Mace Raymond's not feeling well. Get well soon, Mace Raymond. Oh, truly. Uh, Arya probably is going to come down because. I I mean, she, I don't know. She progressed in her training and she didn't throw away needle, which I, I, I think is a good moment for her yeah it is it is i actually that's also a good scene don't know about that i think she might stay okay uh brianne maybe like her backstory was was like solid she's finally not being a dick to pod i'd be more happy to give it to pod to be honest pod also had a good backstory that's true and now he's getting trained all right you know what 
I'll, I'll shake to that. We'll, we'll, we're we're <laughs> definitely we're considering Pod over. I just like Pod uh, way yeah, more than Brian. Obviously, obviously, Pod the sex god, my fucking dude. Um, anyone we're forgetting? Definitely not Sansa. Um. Hmm. Not Stannis. I love Davos, but no. Ollie. <laughs> I She's handpicked by John to be his new. No, you're probably right. I think that's it. No. I think that's it. So okay. we have obviously John stays, so we have four spots for Littlefinger, Marjorie, Roos, Pod, and Arya. So we need to lose two of these. Okay, well, I do think that Marjorie Wait, is a lot. No, sorry, only one. I don't know how counting works. Yeah, it's okay. We'll figure uh, it out. We'll I agree. There. Do you think Marjorie goes two? I think it's a toss between Marjorie or Littlefinger. I think Marjorie. Okay. Shake on, on Marjorie. the merit that she had a better episode as well. Yeah. All, okay. Like, Littlefinger kind of looks that. like a dumbass about the Ramsey thing. And for that reason, I'm going to dock him a little bit of a point. All right, so Marjorie goes two and Littlefinger goes three then? Or does Roos yeah, go three? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's a case for Roos. I don't know that that's my feeling, but I think there's definitely a case for it. By the way, I like um, Arya more than Pod. I think Pod... You do. Yeah. Okay. I think Arya probably stays. Kind of a a stretch. Yeah, I think Arya probably stays exactly where she's at. At five. Okay. I think. Okay, so you think Arya is better than the latter, or than the than the worst of either Littlefinger and Roos? No, no, no. You don't think that? I think Littlefinger and Roos go next. Arya stays. Oh, (laughs) counting right. We'll figure that. (laughs) I was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we know how to count to five. I swear. Uh, yeah. I think this is kind of a top. I, pr- I probably give a slight nod to Roos, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he does in a way kind of work right. Littlefinger yeah. in this episode a little bit. Little sure. Bit. We'll go. Okay. We'll go. Roos. Roos. Littlefinger. Arya. Okay. Let's do that then. So Roos goes three. <laughs> it's a weird sentence. <laughs> Coming off the tongue. Roos Littlefinger, Arya. Littlefinger goes four, and Arya stays put at five. Okay, listen, that wasn't so bad. That was, We make it look so easy. When we figure out how to count, we actually know what we're doing. So that, this week, that's going to be uh, Jon Snow with an absolute uh, banger of... Uh, let's pretend like it was the finale of that episode. Uh, at number staying and put at number one, Marjorie Tyrell. She is married. She is wrapping the king around her finger, and she is getting some, some good Tommy boy loving. I guess I don't know. Oh, she dunked on. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't good know. If good is, is yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm trying to be generous here. Also, she did dunk on Cersei a lot. Uh, yeah. so that was pretty good. Uh, Roos, uh, at three, just you know, consolidating power, playing the game, doing what he does. Littlefinger, pretty much more of the same from him, and uh, Arya, a solid, quietly solid little episode for her, so she stays at five. Uh, any final thoughts here, Zacky boy? 
just our ratings. Um, I think I'm gonna go. Oh right. I think I'm gonna go six two. I love how specific you are. Uh, I'm going to go... I went five last time. I think I'm going to go six. Two. I'm going to copy you. I'm going to go six. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hell yeah, my guy. Hell yeah, six two gang. This could, be, this could... Man, this could be a little bit better. I could I could go six five on this. Don't... I. We already said we're six two gang. Don't change on me now. Okay. All right. I am actually six foot two, too, actually. So, I'm... Tr- You're six foot I'm two, too? I'm truly six foot two gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget that you're tall. And then every every single time that we like hang out, I'm always like, fuck, dude, that's right. You're tall. That's <laughs> all yeah, I feel see, I don't feel tall though. I don't know why. Like, I'm 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 like I'm like right. I I am probably a half an inch away from six okay. foot. So, I'm like yeah, five I'm like, I don't feel like change. I'm like way taller than you or anything. I no, but not. you're you you definitely like you also stand up very straight. Do like I? you're just like really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It just you just look like a taller person okay, than I listen. do. Like when we're standing next to each other. Fair enough. I got told the other day. So, so I work from home, mm-hmm. right? You you know this, everybody at home listening. If you didn't know that, I work from home, but there is an office for the company I work for down the road. And uh, for the last day of our busiest season, I went to go work in in the office. <clears throat> it was crazy, dude. We got there like at seven and worked until like. I don't know, 9, 30, 10, 11. I don't know. It was, it, we left Sheesh, so late. As the kids would say. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, but I got to meet up with some of my teammates on, on my team mm-hmm. who I'd never met in person before. So yesterday, we're talking about it in, in the team meeting in the morning. And we're like, yeah, we finally got to meet a couple. You know, there's a couple of us that don't live in Austin. So like they... And... We were talking about like, so the guy I met, Blake, he's also tall. And he was like, well, we're like about the same height. He's like, I might have an inch on you, but like, we're about the same height. And dude, like three people on my team were like, Zach, I thought you were like short. I thought you would have been like five, 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 six. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, short ass over here. (laughs) Dude, fucking team thinks I'm a short king. Oh, stubby ass. Not cool. That's so fucking (laughs) funny, dude. Just it is very funny. Hating on you for no reason. I know, I man. <laughs> catch a, catch <laughs> fucking heat. Anyway, uh, guys, we appreciate you guys for listening so much. Go hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. And uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, I will be having a uh, spinoff uh, kind of sporadically posting a podcast with good friend Sam of Harry Potter and the Half Drunk podcast if you guys are interested on that go check the socials because i'm sure we will have some info up about that somewhere there uh love you guys and we'll see you guys next week thank you guys bye 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 bye